chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome to the State of Cannabis, bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. Advocates and analysts will join us to discuss the ongoing path to reform and legislation. Now, the State of Cannabis, with your host, Dave Inman. Welcome to the State of Cannabis, folks. I'm Dave Inman, and uh, if you're listening to this show right now, you're probably as excited as I am. That is correct. We are up to four states now that have legalized cannabis for recreational use. Washington, D.C., by almost 70% of the vote, uh, decided they also want to not quite tax and regulate. What they'd rather do is just uh, grow, have, and give. Just an absolutely beautiful model, I think, and it passed. The only negative, which really honestly is not a negative, is is Florida. Florida did not get their medical in. They were just shy. Uh, 57% so far, the um, polls show uh, they needed 60. Their uh, constitution amended, so we, we hope, but it's probably too slim to, uh, to actually have it turn over. But a wonderful job, uh, all of you Floridians, nothing to be ashamed of. Election year's coming. For the president, let's, uh, let's re-up and, and do it again and I think you have it. We have a special guest uh, with us. We have Greg James, a proud man out of Washington State. We were just talking earlier and uh, some some fond memories. He's the uh, the CEO of uh, Marijuana Venture. They're a, B, a B2B or business-to-business trade publication that it says dedicated to the legal marijuana industry. The new echelon, so to speak, of you know marijuana entrepreneurs that uh, they're they're not afraid to shrug. The, the connotations that normally would happen with, with cannabis. So uh, with that, I'd like to uh, say thanks, uh, Greg, for, for coming with us and, uh, and sharing your thoughts. Hey, my pleasure, and thanks for having me on the show. Um, Tell me about the- Marijuana Venture. Well, excuse me, Marijuana Venture, um, I started it eight months ago. Back in March, as a uh, newsletter, because I just saw a need for a you know a, a sort of serious business magazine on the marijuana industry. Grown amazingly since then. We're approaching a hundred pages. Have tons of advertisers and growing really fast. I guess is the best way to put it. Magazine and e-zine basically on on the web for it to grow as as fast as you guys are. You know, it's kind of funny because a lot of people told me that you know print magazines are dead. You know, my experience has been anything but that. I think a lot of people like getting their hard copy of the magazine every month. We're we're seeing no end in sight. You know, we get a lot of phone calls from uh, different companies now that want to be in the magazine. You know, many of them are out of state. We have some uh, national farm distribution companies, you know, that do farm equipment that are advertising. Uh, Yeah, it's been pretty exciting. It's growing fast. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I I just like the fact that it's, you know, we're true to what we say we were going to do, which is just pretty much pure business. We're not doing culture articles or cannabis cups and that kind of stuff, which I think is still fine. We're just really sticking to, you know, the type of stuff that would help somebody that was either, you know, going to start a, a legal marijuana grow or a processing operation or a retail store. Out of Washington there, um, what would you say has been the, uh, the growth of, of that particular market? You mean like the growth of the legal marijuana market? Precisely. Washington implemented it with the Liquor Control Board up here. It's been a little slower than Colorado because they, in Washington, they wanted to keep growers and retailers separate. But as far as 
you know, the progress. I mean, it's been pretty rapid. I think they're now, you know, approaching maybe 60 or 70 retail stores that are open. Growers are, you know, definitely up and running all over the place. I would say overall, you know, it's moving pretty quickly. And, it, and it's been very smooth, too. I mean, there have been some bumps in the road, but overall, uh, everything seems to be going pretty well. So tell me, what would your, your typical advertiser look like then for your magazine? Yeah. Well, you know, like every other deal like this, the lawyers benefit first. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, we have a fair number of ads for law firms, of course, that want to help people wade through all the rules. You know, like manufacturing companies that, that do uh, indoor grow lights, you know, high-intensity discharge lights like high-pressure sodium lights. We have the LED manufacturers. Uh, there are several companies that create or, or you know, manufacture greenhouses. We have um, accounting companies, um, other farm companies, soil, nutrients. I mean, gosh, I, just a lot of different, uh, a lot of different ads. You know, we have staffing companies, for example, that are providing staffing for uh, legal marijuana businesses. I'd have to so, grab a magazine and tell you everybody, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> That's encouraging, though, you know, um, to, to actually have a business to business trade publication, essentially a trade journal, um, you know, like what a doctor's office would have that uh, would tell them, you know, all the various, you know, pharmaceutical companies, obviously, uh, MRI manufacturers, um, you know, and so forth. That's that's it's about time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, we're going to see a lot more uh, additions in states uh, going either to medical or to to uh, hopefully uh, tax and regulate or just full decrim. And it's going to open up a lot more market. I think that, uh, you know, the John Deere's and the Caterpillars are going to want to jump on board with uh, whatever dirt they can move for whatever reason they can. Well, what I think is so cool is now you've got. I mean, for us anyway, and where we're at, of course, it's awesome because Alaska is our neighbor to the north, or our state to the north, basically. And then there's British Columbia between us and Alaska. And, of course, British Columbia is a fairly liberal place, especially as far as the marijuana laws go. And now there's Oregon. So, you know, there's a block of people in the northwest now. And I think I checked, it's about 12.5 million people in those combined three states in that Canadian province. So it's a it's a large number of people uh, in this these you know three states and provinces that will all now basically have legal recreational marijuana available. Um, I think it's awesome. It's super cool. I, I you know to me I'm, I've always been kind of a socially liberal person, and I think I always look at medic, uh, recreational marijuana. To me, it's a lot like you know gay marriage, right? If you look at the map, they're pretty much the same states. And it's a freedom thing. I always thought that, you know, if somebody can have a, a glass of whiskey at night, why can't someone else, you know, take a couple tokes of a joint? And, and on the same, you know, sort of reasoning, if two heterosexual people can get married, why can't two gay people get married? It's, to me, it's just about freedom. Absolutely. You know, I, I've, I've always had a metric, you know, it's, it's uh, the number of smiles you have and the, the number of smiles you give, you know, uh, generally, if you, you live by those two, um, you're going to have a good life and probably improve those around you. It is a freedom thing. You know, I think the more freedoms we have, the, the easier it is to smile. Um, well, yeah. We know it's good for ourselves. You know, we do. We don't need somebody to tell us, you know, you shouldn't do that. Um, you know, and it's it's even interesting in, in California. They've, they've gotten a little bit further, a little bit more more on a liberal stance with, um, you know, the, uh, the decriminalization pretty much, or at least the defelonization, even uh, like cocaine, meth, and heroin. 
which, you know, I mean, it's, it's a disease. It's not something that should be um, prosecuted over and, and your life ruined. It's something that, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, want to help them get better rather than ruin their lives. And, you know, we uh, were just about, Greg, when we come back, talk about the other states, not just the one next door to you. Uh, Stick around. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com when we return. Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to insure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds, to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at CarcherInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Once again, here's Dave Inman. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis, folks. I'm your host, Dave Inman. With us tonight, we have Greg James, CEO of Marijuana Venture, a wonderful B2B trade publication that's actually shipped to more than 4,000 people. It's amazing uh, that we are in now, folks. I really got to stress this. We, we've had some victories. We had a failure in Florida. Um, what, what's your take on that? I mean, 50, 57% of the vote. I mean, I, I have a tough time calling that a failure. Well, yeah. I mean, it's still a majority, obviously. So, um, you know, sometimes there are little minor setbacks when you're making progress. I Obviously, overall, I'm, I think it's just amazing. You know, Washington, D.C., Alaska, and Oregon are now added. So um, it's obvious the direction things are going. I think that's great. And I'm sure it'll take time. I mean, most other things like this, probably the South and, you know, some of the more conservative states are going to be a few years down the road, maybe 10 years, but I kind of think it's inevitable. Because the other thing is, you know, the demographics, uh, more and more younger people are for legalization and, and uh, you know, regulated marijuana. And I think a lot of people just, uh, especially younger ones, just don't get why it would be illegal in the first place. You know, that's it's interesting that you say that, um, you know, my, my wife, um, she's she's an advocate and she's just an amazing advocate. Um, she recently went down and, and spoke to a bunch of uh, the old folk here in uh, Arizona at a, a Sun City event. And, um, you know, the, uh, the 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 change that that happens when when you actually have a chance to to talk to people that have for years been told one thing only to find out that it was actually the opposite and that it's safe, um, that it's it's important that, you know, we we, we do have a wonderful demographic. You know, we, we also I think we, we owe it to uh, to our, our parents and our grandparents to teach them about this. Um, the quality of life, at least for myself and, and those that I've seen around me, it, it generally increases when you're able to, to use it you know, as a medicine and, and even recreationally, you know, when it's when it's time for you. Um, sorry, I get off on a tangent. I obviously love the topic. So, <laughs> well, you know. 
I, uh, I I think you made a great point there. You know, I don't actually really smoke pot very often at all, and and um, because it's just I don't for some reason I don't like it that much. I would prefer, say, to have a drink of scotch. My girlfriend, on the other hand, really likes marijuana, and she doesn't smoke it a lot, but she's an artist. And, you know, she made this comment to me a few weeks ago. She goes, she said, you know, when I do just a toke or two of marijuana, I feel like this is how I should feel, you know, like this is how you should feel or when you're feeling your best. And I thought about it for a minute. And I thought, you know, that's I mean, that's just such a cool way of looking at it because everybody's different. Right. You know, some people obviously are alcoholics. They can't drink any alcohol or they shouldn't drink any alcohol. There are a whole bunch of people that marijuana calms them down. It makes them feel better. Uh, they just enjoy how it feels. It's a mellow experience. And I just, you know, yeah, I just think they should have the right to do that. You know, I just think it's unfair that other people sort of have the right to dictate what it is, what kind of mood-altering substance that, that others are allowed to use. I mean, think about how many people drink coffee to get a, you know, a sort of pick-me-up in the morning. Especially up in Washington. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting paradigm, you know, because they they do dictate to us what it is um, that we get to to consume and imbibe, and and generally it was uh, it was on the pretense, obviously uh, initially that it was uh, immigrant workers, you know, getting high and raping and killing, and and uh, you know, essentially it was you know the uh, the the paper, you know, and and the textile industry. you know, cannabis to begin with, uh, then step into pharmaceuticals. And, and it's, it's impressive when we have so many uh, of these powerful industries that um, it took 70 years, you know, it, it definitely did um, to get to where we're at. We're, we're finally there and we, we don't have anywhere near the amount of money that they do through the argument uh, all along that it was safe and, and efficacious. And um, we're, we're finally able to, to say those things. So it's, it's amazing. Well, it's kind of the will of the people, right? Eventually, the truth comes out. You know, I, I'll tell you a funny story. Last uh, summer, I was actually over on the east side of the mountains here, which is a very conservative area, and having dinner with some friends who were all, you know, sort of very conservative Republicans. And they were, uh, we were talking about the marijuana legalization thing, and you know, they all, they all said they were against it, and of course, they all said that um, they'd never used it. You know, and I sort of go, okay, well, now it's legal. How many of you are actually going to go try it? And, of course, not one of them raised their hands. And I said, see, that's the point, right? I don't think more people are going to use pot because it's legal. It's just going to be available for the people who like it and and who are already using it. But, you know, just like you get to have a drink of whiskey, they can have a tote now. What's wrong with that? So, yeah, it's very cool. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of I'm pretty excited about it. I think, it's a, like I said, a step in the right direction. It's all about freedom. Absolutely, and and you know the the other thing is is that uh, there's there's a, a lot of economies that are about to be built and and are being built. Uh, you know, there are entirely new industries that are going to occur because of and and you're one of the people that gets to showcase and 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 tell the people around you about it, which is which is amazing that you're you're able to to bring these informations to people. What else is interesting to me is is you you probably always weren't into cannabis for your day to day. What what uh, did you do before you got into cannabis? Well, actually, you know, my background is I owned a uh, still own actually a publishing company that publishes um, uh, consumer software and DVDs um, and stuff like that. So we, you know, we sell to Walmart and Target and all the big retailers. 
So it's kind of that I have had already a fair amount of experience in the whole retail world. And, and, but the problem for me, of course, was that with downloading and, and uh, streaming and everything, uh, that the disc business had been declining. So I just kind of was looking for something to do. My uh, partner runs the other company now. You know, took, I guess, what knowledge I had of, of business and running a company and sort of decided to start this thing. And uh, it's been exciting. I mean, it's kind of fun. You know, I'm learning a little bit about the magazine business, but the magazine business really isn't that different from, you know, the music or the book business, which we, we've uh, worked in in the past. So there was a, a recent article um, in the uh, Puget Sound Business Talk that uh, apparently you're having trouble um, with your bank. Oh, God, that was a fiasco. You know, I never did fully get to the bottom of it, but they told me we couldn't deposit money in uh, in the bank. And, and when, you know, we were using Wells Fargo and Puget Sound, uh, Puget Sound Bank. Um, it turned out that the, both of them pointed the finger at the other, but we we got it straightened out after about a week. But I think the fact that there was marijuana in the name uh, was enough to cause red flags to go up. And I had to go explain to them, you know, we're a magazine. We're not selling marijuana. We don't even have advertisements for people who do sell magazine or, or do sell marijuana, rather. We're just a magazine. And so, you know, it was okay, and they straightened it out. But yeah, I thought it was kind of ridiculous, especially since I'd been banking with both of them for about 20 years. <laughs> you know, but that's, I mean, that's an issue for sure. The whole banking thing really does need to be straightened out because it's obviously still a cash business for a lot of people. And if you can't open a regular bank account and have a regular checking account, you know, business checking account, you know, these guys are carrying around a lot of cash and that could lead to uh, robberies and Absolutely. You know, there's uh, there's been a few specials I've watched. I haven't actually gotten a tour uh, in Colorado, but, uh, you know, armed guards. You know, I mean, and when I mean armed, I mean, like armed to the teeth, protecting, you know, these transports of sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars. And that's absolutely irresponsible, of, you know, of our, our you know, our, our banking system for not affording our, our citizens and, and our business entrepreneurs in a, in a vehicle in which to to safely conduct business. Yeah. And, you know, at some point, it's going to really bite them in the butt. You know, there's there's going to be some kind of recourse that occurs um, somewhere down the road uh, about that. You know, something, something terrible is bound to, to occur. You know, it's, it's unfortunate that uh, we would even need to be predicting anything like that. On an upshot, um, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, folks. When we get back, we have Greg James, CEO of Marijuana Ventures. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com, when we return. Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to insure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds, to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at CarcherInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. 
Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, a fitness writer, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Like many of the million people who are living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every single day. And sometimes my nerves are so raw that if you brushed up against me in an elevator, I'd scream. I can't sleep at night from the pain, and sometimes the spasms in my legs are so intense they will wake me up throughout the night. I've tried the strongest prescription medications available, and I'm going to tell you, they do not work. In fact, they leave me in a stupor, and most of the time, it's impossible to even live your life. Now, I've tried medical marijuana, and I'm going to tell you something, it works. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Once again, here's Dave Inman. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis, folks. I'm your host, Dave Inman. And again, America, I'd like to congratulate you on uh, some, some wonderful wins yesterday. Thank you guys very much. Clap. Very happy. With us tonight, we have Greg James, CEO of Marijuana Ventures, a B2B trade publication for the legal cannabis industry. And, you know, Greg, I, I want to touch on something real quick because we were talking about some of the uh, people that were advertising in your in your uh, trade journal there. Uh, you had mentioned farm equipment. Now, that seems maybe a little bit, um, maybe even forward thinking to already be in, in one of the publications. How did that happen? Well, you know, in, in Colorado, they have to grow in either a greenhouse or indoors. But in Washington, uh, we were allowed to grow pure outdoors under the sun. And so basically, in the sunnier side of this state, which is eastern Washington, there are now quite a few uh, really good-sized outdoor marijuana plantations going up. They need farm equipment, basically. I mean, you know, stuff for tilling the soil, you know, fences, tractors, all that kind of stuff. So um, it's, it's leading to actually quite a big um, boom in, in um, well, you know, in the economies over there in some of the more rural counties. And it's very cool to see. I mean, I'm more familiar with Okanagan County than any other over there because it's in north central Washington. And I have some property up there. But there are about 25 different outdoor grow operations that are up and running in Okanagan County or in the planning. You know, the local you know, tack and feed stores and hardware stores are just seeing a, a, a lot of money being spent on getting those places set up and the, and the equipment they need to, you know, to grow the pot. I mean, irrigation systems, all kinds of stuff like that. Well, and that's going to increase the uh, jobs in the area, too. Oh, yeah. One guy I know told me he spent $80,000 at one, a local small hotel in Omac, which is a small town up there, just to house his temporary workers that come up to trim the plants and uh, help on the, his plantation. So, you know, that kind of blew me away. I mean, that's a lot of money. And I think he said he spent about 50000 at the Home Depot store. Good amount of cash being spent. That's incredible. You know, that's that's direct consumerism right back into our economy. That's that's just like the natural cycle. Even it's it's not you know just uh, the tax. You know, the the mine that part's mine. That's uh, the actual the the vehicle. That's the wheel that just happens there uh, and remote areas even. So, by your estimation, um, twenty five plantations. Um, how large would they be? How many people do you think they could employ? Well, the guy, the one I'm the most familiar with, they're called Canasol, and they're uh, they're 
pure sun-grown. He used light deprivation tents also to flower some of his plants earlier. I think he's. I think he told me he has 25 employees, and he grew about six million dollars worth of pot on half an acre. <laughs> so, you know, I mean that is a ton of money. And we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago when I was up there. And their their sort of estimate just for Okanagan County is somewhere between sixty and eighty million dollars a year in revenue. You know, flowing to those businesses that wasn't there before. Right. And to me, I look at it and I go, yeah, and that's also 60 to 80 million that's not flowing into Mexico. Yeah. How can you I mean, how can you be, be against this? It, it, you know, it would seem to me to be crazy. I mean, I think that is one of the great benefits of, of uh, legalizing it and taxing it and regulating it is that we're going to now see billions of dollars that don't flow into Mexico that stay into the U.S. that stay in the U.S. You know, it's, it's if we could, uh, you know, for a, one brief moment, even uh, see the amount of money that uh, flashed to the uh, the cartels. And, and now that is being actually spent in in our, our hometowns and, and by our uh, by Americans, it's 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 a paradigm shift. You know, it's it's something that should have happened all along. It finally is happening now. And it's, you know, like a social media um, phenomenon. You know, I mean, 1996, we, we got our first medical law. I mean, granted, Alaska had their, their you know, stay out of my face law, <laughs> basically, where they could have theirs and they could grow as long as, you know, it wasn't crazy amounts. But it seems almost that with the social media that it's, it's hastened. Have you seen any uh, to, to say the same? Well, you're talking to a 50-year-old who <laughs> doesn't do a lot of social media, but um, yeah, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> How's that for an answer? <laughs> that's, that's a short one, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting, though. It's, it's you know, kind of like the, the fall of Mubarak. The, yeah. the, uh, it, it seems that we just have a, a, maybe a more organic form of communication, and it's, it's helping... You know these these ideals spread faster. Well, you know, I was with a uh, a guy who was about well, in his early twenties, just uh, earlier today, actually, and he was telling me that he uses Instagram, um, and that he and his friends, you know, they all they all pass around reviews of different strains and pictures and stuff uh, on Instagram. Now, there are some followers, some people on Instagram, I guess, who might have thousands of followers who are growers and that the people, uh, that their followers, you know, are always interested in the new strains they're growing and what stores are available in and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think social media for sure um, is helping and, you know, uh, people are able to sort of spread the word about around about, you know, different strains and the effects they have and how they like it. You know, um, I, Greg, uh, we're, we're about out of time. Uh, I want to thank you for, for coming and, uh, and sharing your insight and, and you know, for, for making uh, something that's going to make business uh, in, in cannabis a lot easier for a lot of people. You're going to create a roadmap for, for uh, the industry, I think, and, and it's uh, a, an amazing tool that you've, you've provided to people, uh, marijuanaventure.com. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, check it out. It's it's really, really uh, an incredible tool that's just now starting. Greg, any final thoughts? Yeah, not really, except, uh, you know, let's get California <laughs> next. I mean, you know, I, I, you know that would be really to, cool, too. We might have to tame the growers. That's the problem. 
<laughs> yeah. No, everything's no. heading in the right direction. And Dave, thanks for very, thank you very much for having me on your show. Wonderful time. Have a wonderful evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Wonderful job with the uh, the vote. You smoked it, uh, <clears throat> and we will see you again soon. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.